from South Florida, it's Solutions, a conversation with answers, the podcast that focuses on answers. And now here's your host, visionpreneur, motivator, and advocate for empowerment, the man with many talents, William Bill McCormick. Welcome, and thanks for joining our podcast. I'm William Bill McCormick, your host, and today's podcast topic is virtual reality. Are you prepared for virtual meeting? Over the past few months, we have been forced to make some major changes in our personal and professional lives. In times like these, we can be thankful that, in many cases, our businesses can still survive if we're able to move them to a virtual setting. Uh, Due to the social distancing, many companies are holding online conferences and meetings as it is a great way to stay productive and engaged despite the distance. Today, my guest, Mr. James Amps, the founder and CEO of Amps International, a global consultant and management company, has stopped by to provide us a solution, a solution on the etiquettes of virtual meetings. Welcome, Mr. Amps. Well, thank you very much, Mr. McCormick. I definitely appreciate being on your podcast, sir. It's a great topic as well on virtual reality, but your overall topic on solutions, a conversation with answers. I love that because we talk about accountability all the time. Stop blaming and look for solutions. So great topic. Appreciate you. Well, you know, the main problem with remote meeting is that many people aren't familiar with virtual meeting etiquettes, but that's okay. Like anything else, there's a learning curve. Mr. Amps, Please share with our followers and the podcast listeners your thought and solutions to proper virtual etiquettes. Thank you very much, Mr. McCormick. You know, it's uh, it's a great time to be in America today because we, we've transformed ourselves. And anytime you look at change, man, most of the time it's a good thing. And, you know, we've gone from working at, at an office building to going home. And there's a few companies who have uh, really stood out in helping folks to uh, to work from home and, and to actually uh, talk to each other from home. We have Zoom that we use for the, some of the colleges that I deal with. I've got Microsoft Works, who a lot of people are now using, or Google GoTo, GoToMeeting, or Fastly Inc., who's coming on strong. They got a big video streaming company out of San Francisco. So there's a few companies that people use. The one that most people really understand or really hear right now is Zoom, and uh, that's the one I'm using now. So. But, you know, there are two challenging transitions in the work world and going from working from home to working for a company in a building or going from working for someone in a building to working from home. And that's what we're doing right now. We're, wow, that's a, that's a big transition. That is. And, <laughs> and, you know, it takes a lot to transition to going home because a lot of people don't even know how to work from home. And now they've been forced to do it. So it's like a 180 degree turn. And with the colleges and some of the companies that I'm dealing with on on Zoom and some of their leadership training, you can see that they need help in some of these etiquette things that you were talking about, Mr. McCormick. And so, you know, we give a lot of tips. And one of them is what I do is, you know, get up at the same time every morning and take your shower. You know, you can't get up stinky and go to work. You don't do it when you do go to work. So why do it when you're at home? So don't change your pattern. Don't, don't, change, don't change your pattern. Go, <laughs> go take your shower. Yeah. You know, take okay. a shower. You feel good. You come out. And the second thing is, you know, get dressed just as if you're going to a, a place of employment. Get dressed like you're going to work. Because if you don't and you stay in your pajamas, guess what? 
you're going to act like you're, you're you're ready for bed and not really acting professional. So relax and not really focus on what you need to be getting ready to work. Exactly. Oh, okay, you know, this is your this is your workspace now. It's like get dressed, do your thing. If you don't, you're going to still be at home. So then you're not at home. Now you're going to work at home. Um, the other thing is, you know, have a dedicated workspace in your home. So don't lay in the bed. <laughs> you can't do it from the bed, <laughs> Mr. McCormick. You're exactly right. Lay in the bed. Yeah, don't lay in the bed. Find a workspace. And we're not, most of the time, we're not used to folks who've gone from working in a building to going home. They're not used to having a space, a spare room or something that's in, in their home. And so just find a, a small little space. You can take over a living room. You can take over uh, the front of a bedroom. Just put a, you know, a chair and a laptop and whatever you need, a phone that's right by you. I remember when I first got started in 1993, my office was in the living room. You know, well, mine was in the garage. <laughs> I'm used to being at home. I get it. Absolutely. Well, people were asking me, man, how do you get a part of the living room? It's like, well, I'm going to tell the truth. My wife allowed me to have a piece. Just of a small room. piece, right? Yeah, just a small. She's like, you know, don't, don't get too excited. I'm getting this small little piece. But you have to have that little area in order to, um, to work from. It just makes a whole lot of sense. And the other thing is you've uh, you got to handle your distractions. And you have to let everyone in your household know that you're in business now. And being in business, your business is at home. So they can't be bothered. It's just like if you were at work, you know, how would you deal with your distractions if you were at work? So let your people know, all your kids and everybody else, you know, that you are now working from home. Today's podcast episode was sponsored by AmeriClaims Billing, the nation's number one revenue cycle management company. If you need your medical billing done, call the pros. Call AmeriClaims Billing. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we're here with uh, Mr. James Alps. We are going to continue with the discussions on the um, virtual meeting etiquette. So, Mr. Alps, uh, I tell you, man, I enjoyed the first segment. It was pretty informative. <laughs> yeah, you you were funny too, man. I appreciate it. I know we were just talking about distractions, but after distractions, we, you know, we have to talk about taking breaks. Take the breaks that you're supposed to take. You know, because you're living and working in the same place now, so it's important that you get out of your home periodically. You know, during the day. Carve out that time. You need to eat breakfast, you need to eat lunch, you need to eat uh, your dinner or meal or something. Walk around the block, do something, take some breaks. So it's important that you do take those breaks. You're going to take them anyway, so you might as well just plan them out. And the other thing is know your hours. If you're designated eight to 10 hours that you're supposed to work, then know what they are and let everyone in your household know what your hours are for the day. Because it might be eight hours today, 10 hours tomorrow, it might be six hours today. You know, what time are you designated? For work and just make sure you do it. And then don't lose touch with your friends. We say this a lot. You know, you had a strong social life at work, so don't let working remotely take that away. Call your team members, uh, talk to them, stay in touch, let them know what's going on. Uh, if you don't, then, you know, you're going to lose touch and it, it gets kind of lonely out there. So if you're at work, you, you talk to people. So if you're at home, talk to some folks. And it could be during those breaks. Uh, and then make it comfortable, man. Don't, don't, don't try to make it hard. Make it comfortable working from home. You know, with your workspace, try to make it comfortable. Don't don't work in a bad chair. If you do, then, you know, you're going to damage your body and damage your mind and damage your attitude. So is there a such thing as home comp? Is that a workman's comp? Home comp? <laughs> 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 it's, 
<laughs> if you got a bad yeah, kid, you know, you file a claim to get your home insurance. Yeah. You know? Oh man, yeah. I, I talk to uh, you know, talk to your business. Do, do they have a chair that you can use instead of the chair that you have from your kitchen table? Because when I started out, I started out with a you know kitchen table chair. It just didn't work, so I had to go buy a chair. But you know, if you don't have the money to go buy a chair, ask them if you can bring a chair home. You got to take it back though. <laughs> no, it's you not cannot your chair. keep it. Right? Yeah, you can't keep the chair. It's not yeah. your chair, but it's important. Make it comfortable. If it's not, you're not going to work. It's like, I'm not getting back in that chair, you know? I'll do it uh, in a couple of hours. So you get putting it off and then you end up not getting the work done. Exactly. And that's what people do. And, you know, the, the big thing is think like a leader. Being at home is not a vacation. We all know it. And you have to control your time. And that time management will be the utmost importance as you work from home. And you got to be able to do it. But, you know, only leaders know how to do that. So think like a leader. If you got to read some more stuff on what leadership is, go ahead and read some. There's a whole lot of stuff on. Uh, don't on take what, don't take advantage of uh, you know just being being at home and not getting your work done. Right, so. you know, and you think you know nobody's working anyway. It's like yes, they are. People are working because you know that company has to make a profit, and if they don't, you know they're going to let you go. So, yeah. and don't get lazy. That's what we were just talking about. Being at home is not a time for you to be lazy. It's going to be challenging work from home, so take it seriously and do the stuff that you're supposed to do. Be responsible. Be responsible. Responsible employee. And lastly, my last thing, you know, cut yourself some slack. You're not going to be as efficient or productive in getting work done from your home as you were at the office. Don't get down on yourself because of that. And even if you feel like getting that you're getting nothing done at first, you'll eventually get the hang of things and find your bearings. It gets better every day. It was a process for you to go home and work from home. So don't, you know, cut yourself some slack. Don't be down on yourself. Just keep your head up and keep going every single day. It gets better. It's just like with the companies that we're dealing with and the colleges that we're dealing with. Every single day got better. It was hard at first getting used to being at home and the distractions and everything else. And then it gets better. And then you see the profits when they rise, when you all of a sudden get better at home. It's like going on a new job. It's like a, you had a new, a new place to work, but you're at home. So yeah. just treat it like, yeah, I'm going to work. I'm going to perform. I'm going to follow these tips that you laid out for. I tell you, it's very, very informative. Thanks. I uh, really appreciate it. And, you know, it's all about, you know, how, how are you going to be successful at home? And success is being all you can be in each area of your life without sacrificing your ability to be all you can be in each and every other area of your life. And let me explain what I, what I mean, uh, Mr. McCormick. I say that you have to be all you can be. And that means being your very best. It doesn't say that you're making 100000 a year or a million dollars a year or a new Mercedes every year or able to run a marathon when you're 65 years old. It says be your best. Not by my standards or anyone else's standards, but by your own standards. That's what really counts, your best. I have no amounts of money in my definition. That's because amounts are never enough and never a good way to determine ultimate success. Only your best is ever enough. So here's the question. Are you giving your best today? Thank you, Ms. McCormick. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We'll be right back.